special guest and special episode featuring Mike Ford. King Truly, what's good, man? What's good, my guy? How you doing, bro? Chilling, 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 man. How you living? How's everything, man? Man, as best as it can be in this world right now, you feel me? And yourself? Okay. Man, same old, same old. You already know what it is, man. Uh, uh, let me give the intro real quick so people who know. Um, we here with Finally Podcasting. It's your boy, Blaze. Um, pre-season four. This is a special. Got my uh, returning guest here, King Trilly. A.K.A. my man's Mike Ford. You know what I'm saying? We in the building. And, man, it's about to be a good show tonight, man. I, You know, I know <laughs> we got into the conversation about uh, what happened on uh, SNL with Megan Thee Stallion. I did that long-ass post yes, about the – Yo, it was – Yo, like, I, I'm going to let you I'm gonna let you have the floor in it, like, your your intake about it, and, like, we, we'll just go back and forth about it because it's, it's a simple performance, right? But then with the performance to me, it's always just some some reaching shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and also on this episode tonight, I think I wanna I wanna touch on this because I was thinking about this uh for a little while, right? I was thinking about like how is the black woman viewed in society now? Cause did did you see uh uh the clip of Sukiana? Did you yes, see I that? Did. Yeah, I did. did that and, yeah, and that was probably one of the most disgusting things I've ever watched. I, I, yeah, like it, 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 it just it. When I seen it initially, it was just like, all right. The first initial thing was all right. It's it's one of another one of those Instagram models with a you know a, a porn table or a sex table out in the world. So I was like, all right, cool. I guess. Yeah, but Sukiana, it's not really an Instagram model. She's known for um. I, I think she's known off of YouTube or uh, uh, known for um doing she she described like like this, this not this rub bro but like this is the thing that I first found out about Sukiana. Sukiana was one of those girls because everybody knows she ain't a lot of men know that she ain't attractive. But the thing about her was I guess she was supposed to make some type of comedy off of like she raps, but she's a comedian at the same time. But it's like all she talks about is sucking dick and then just like uh, uh, shooting motherfuckers and shit, and I just be like, "Well, that's supposed to be her niche." Like, I, I don't get it, but I, I wouldn't. Re- I didn't think she was an Instagram model, but I mean, teach his own. Oh, oh well, well, well. You see, the only reason why I said she was an Instagram model is because I didn't know none of that. You feel me? I didn't know she was famous from YouTube and shit like that. All, when, most of the time, when I know about somebody, it's especially, especially uh, a female of her yeah. caliber. It's through Instagram, you feel Instagram. Me, or Twitter, or some shit like that. So, I how I found out right. about her initially myself was through Twitter. I I I just scrolled through videos and I just seen you know excuse me scrolling through Twitter and just seeing videos popping up. And she at one point she was always popping up on my timeline. It was just like yo, who is this girl? You know. So <laughs> so but um when the video that I seen you know you know the the the, the head video I guess that's how. Whatever, like I, I, am just not a fan of that kind of thing. But the reason why I don't like it in its in the whole entirety is because the narrative of it is, well, her bills are paid for the year. 
I mean, you there's there's more there's more ways to get your bills paid. You feel me? Like like right. there's more there's more what's the word appealing ways to get your bill paid. Like you don't have to really put yourself out there and almost embarrass yourself just for the sake of a dollar. Like I don't get how people how embarrassment can be something that especially the black woman can be proud of for you know to make money off of. I just I don't understand that personally. Right. Well, you know what? I'm I'm gonna say that I'm gonna hold off on keep that point. Keep that point. I want you to keep that point because we're gonna talk about it later tonight. Um, I want to get your perspective. We can start off about the um, Megan and Stallion SNL performance. Uh, you know, I know I'm pretty sure people tuned into it. She played the song Savage, yeah. and then she had <laughs> she had that the the at the end of the, the near the end of a song, she had the whole Malcolm X quote. Yeah, uh, you know the most. You know, she had that, and then you know it was the bullet holes and all this other stuff. Protect black women, and then she's like, "Yeah, we gotta protect black women. And we have to protect black men." See, I was, I was right. Leading up in, up to this recording, I was thinking about my approach on how I wanted to talk about it because I wanted to talk about it, it. I wanted to talk about it in a way where I'm letting everybody know, especially black women, know that I am a hundred percent, a hundred, excuse me, a hundred thousand percent. One one of those men who will always scream protect black women. Now my right, issue right. my issue with Meg The Stallion is the fact that she went on that whole tirade. Right, she she did the performance. She did the whole black power protect black woman, uh, little bit that she did inside the song, and then immediately after that, she started shaking her ass. I didn't like that. <laughs> I didn't like that at all. Like, I was cool with the narrative. Right. I was cool with the message. I was cool with all that. I was like, ah, right, yeah, cool. Let's protect black women. But then the minute she, the, the song went back into the part where she says, I'm a savage, she turned around and shook her ass. What? How? Right. how see, the, the way I look at it is, how do you want anybody to take, it, take you serious or take black women serious or take anybody, take us as a race serious if the minute you, you get over a powerful ass message, you do something as, I don't want to call it a cooning or coonery, but you do something as demeaning as turn around and shake ass on nationally syndicated television in front of a, mm-hmm. in front of an audience of white folks at that. Because I know for right. a fact, because I, I watch SNL here and there. I only watch it when there's either a guest that I really like or a musical performance I like or it's a black host. I, those are the three categories that I'll watch SNL for. But other than that, I'm, I'm a realist. It's a white show. So yeah. for her to go up there, have that powerful moment, and then immediately shake her ass after that, I can't, get, I can't rock with it. I can't rock with that. Because it, it, it almost, it kind of lessens it kind of lessens the whole message that she she just went through, especially because it was it wasn't no quick little clip. It was a whole forty five seconds, at least a cool mm-hmm. minute. Mm-hmm. So you so right. all of, so that powerful minute, powerful minute and a half, was kind of erased the minute she turned around and shook her ass. That's just how that's just <laughs> how I saw that part. Well, let me let me give my perspective on this, man. First, first of all. Yeah, let me. I I understand about the dynamic about protecting a black woman, right? And you know, I don't know if you peep me on Facebook. I say so called a lot, and then the, the, just to give you a background so you understand why, um, I educate the people, and I say I say so called black because it it deals with a caste system. I say it black because it no, and I, and I'm not saying you can't still use the term, but I say so called so you can understand why I'm saying it. I, I say it because it means civilious morticious. 
which means dead citizen. So they have no problem with black people calling themselves black because it just means that you're dead in the state of the law. So I, I say that to people so they understand I say so-called all the time, just so just so you can understand where I'm coming from. But um well, you told me something. Let, let me get into because huh? you taught me something with that because I never yeah. I never looked at it like that. Like, like I try I yeah. I know like now I try to like use African American a lot because I know black That's is kind bad. of a, you feel me? But, like, but this is this is the thing, bro, and I, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get back into it for a second, but I, that that's still bad because this is the thing that they tried to do, and this is the reason I I think I shared this on a, a episode that I did. I said the reason they had African American in the first place is because they popular uh, Jesse Jackson popularized it in the 1980s. So before that, we was being called Afro American, Black American, mm-hmm. and all these other things. So when the term African American came around, I think that's because they started having African immigrants come in since like maybe the late sixties or well, late sixties to like the eighties. Right. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is, is that what was taught in school is the slave ships and this, that, and the third, but like, you know, now there's credible information to prove that the black Americans that was here, they are actually Americans. You know what I'm saying? And, and the thing about it is it's a contradiction because how could you call yourself? How could you claim two continents at the same time? Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you, that's that's why, that's why when people refer to me when I when I when I get referred to I just say I'm a North American. I don't I don't say uh, African American or, or Black. Like I'll just say North American. And, and, and you have um, Caribbean uh, lineage, am I right? Yes. Yes. So usually usually I, I would hear people, you know, they'll they'll still say Black, but. You know, people in the Caribbean will just go by like, oh, yeah, I'm from here. Or I'm from here. Like one of my like when people people I know is like from the Barbados or from St. Lucia, or this, that and the third. They'll be like, oh, I'm St. Lucian or I'm Barbadian, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why behind my reason why I'll say um, North American or not African-American or black. But um, let me just get it. Yeah, that, that's just a quick. Yeah, note, yeah, but, I, that, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> that, that, that's a different conversation for a different time. Yeah, 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 use whatever you feel, bro. At the end of the day, you know what I mean? It's cool. But getting into the performance with this Megan Thee Stallion joint, I, I don't, it's a contradiction. It's a, it's a contradiction for this many reasons. First of all, when you think about Savage, the thing about Savage to me, bro, in honesty, with Savage, it's painting this narrative of the independent woman. I don't need a man for shit. Um, I could do it all. I could do bad by myself type of dynamic, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I've been having a problem with Black women this year. I'll be honest with you, bro. I've been having a problem with Black women because, okay, I didn't agree with Black Lives Matter first and foremost. I didn't agree with it. I didn't agree with Black Lives Matter because they didn't put Black men on their website. You understand? Yeah, all right. I, they didn't, I, they didn't I, have that on. I agree with the, the statement of it, not the, you know. The what? The statement of Black Lives Matter, not the, the you know, the, yeah. the yeah, corporation yeah. and and stuff behind the it. Corporation, all that. Yeah, that I was I was done for that. But okay, so that was one thing. The second thing that I saw was just like, God damn it, come on! Like <laughs> the WAP song was the WAP song, and then the third one was I don't know if you've seen it, but they had an ad with uh this this lady Angela Gomez put out this ad with the Democrats. Well, not the Democrats, but they, they featured like five strippers that's trying to tell people to get their booty to the pole. <laughs> and I was just like, yo, like, 
here we go. Like, this is this is an ongoing pattern. And then finally, we have this performance, performance with Megan Thee Stallion because she twerks over everything. Like, there's, ne- there's never a time you're not going to see Megan Thee Stallion at a performance not twerk. Exactly. You understand know what I'm saying? And it's a contradiction for this, this main reason right here. Okay, you say savage, this, that, and the third. I'm a boss and this, that, and the third. You're shaking your ass. And then you pull out a Malcolm X. This is the thing why I know this is some low-level shit. They pull out that Malcolm X quote that he always liked to say, oh, the most, the most disrespected woman on earth is the black woman. All day long, right? All day long. And this is the reason I have a problem with it. Because right now, what we're dealing with in society is the black woman is only dealing with the black woman. As much as they try to say, oh, yeah, we love black lives, man. In all honesty, how I see it, bro, is that they're talking about themselves. That's what the black woman is about. The black woman is about themselves. So any of the, if there's always admiration to the black woman, she's going to take it. But if there's any admiration or trying to give admiration to the black man, she's not going to do it. Okay. And I'm not saying that. Again, just to be clear, I'm not saying that it's all black women, but the majority of black women who I would deem as liberal would be the type of women that would go ahead and say that it's about black, it's about black lives, but really when they're talking about black women, they're not talking about black men. So I just think that when they bring up that Malcolm X quote, they, they, it's just about admiration to themselves. It's not about trying to say Oh, we're we're in the we're in the uh, struggle too, and all these different things. And this is why I make this clear every time I talk on it. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. Megan Thee Stallion is just I would describe as an agent that promotes whoredom. You know, and when I say whoredom, I just mean that it's black women now that think it's fine to think it's cool to be a Jezebel or be a hoe and not give any real classiness about themselves in order to seem as classy in society, if you understand what I'm digging at. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? And, and that's, the, that's the problem. Like, you could have did, did the whole entire performance, yeah, black and I'm proud shit, like it's the 1960s, even though it was 2020. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could have did it in a way where it's like, I got you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even though I'm not an active fan of Megan Thee Stallion, like, there's certain things about Megan Thee Stallion, I'm like, okay, you got me. But uh, twerking at every single moment, and then you twerking uh, after the Malcolm X, after the Malcolm X thing. So it's like you twerking after the Malcolm X thing. Malcolm X actually talked about what happened to your woman. Why didn't you play that clip? <laughs> Why you didn't play that clip? Yeah, Malcolm X in clip. He said, "What happened to your woman? The woman hates herself." You you remember that that clip, right? I don't remember it vaguely, but I. I remember it through, like, just maybe a, a small passing. Like, I probably heard right, it right, right. real and, quickly. And Mal- yeah, the Malcolm X, because you'll find it on a lot of these pro, the pro activist page. And they'll feature the videos of little black girls and black women shaking their ass or being half naked. And they'll be like, what happened to your woman? What happened to your woman? And it's basically saying that the, uh, the woman is being indoctrinated with the whoredom programming. So it's promoting her to be a whore. You know what I mean? And, and this is this is a thing. Go ahead, bro. Oh well, I, well, I was just simply gonna say it's it's just simply be how how media is portrayed to everybody. You know, like Instagram is popular, Twitter, and all the social media aspect of the world of life is popular to the point where 
where women feel they have to be this. You know, like it, it, it's it's a it's an almost a need to. Okay, let me stop you there, though. Okay, so if you're gonna say that, which demographic do you usually see promote themselves to be sexual? Don't lie. Just be honest with me. Usually, no, usually no. When talking about sexual, sexual people sexualizing themselves. What's the first demographic you see uh, usually doing that? No, a hundred percent is the black woman, but only because there's money there. Like it's, it's money in the in in the okay. black in the black woman doing it, doing it. Right, I said it is money. Okay, yeah, I agree, it is money. But at the same time, Mike, this is the thing that I have a problem with. You can keep saying money all day. But at the same time, do, do people not have a brain? Do people not have ethics that they should follow? Like, don't don't get me wrong. Like, I, I don't have a problem. Like, I ain't gonna <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Like, I ain't view some thirst trap photos like in my passing. But at the same time, like this is this is a thing that I that I try to make people understand. The black woman promotes herself to be a hoe. Like, I, I can't really express that enough. Like. You can say money. There's certain women that do it for free. Okay, we we didn't have this whole year with women that was doing the OnlyFans. Okay, mm-hmm. like <laughs> they're there, and this is why I want to touch on this tonight because it's not only just the SNL performance. I wanted to give a POV with uh, two men, you and myself, giving our perspectives about what do we view as a black woman. What is the black woman in this society now, and how she treats herself? But I was going to use. I'm using Megan Thee Stallion as a backdrop because the SNL, the SNL performance was so like, like it wasn't powerful, but it made me think like, what is the view and appeal view of the black woman now in society in 2020, especially when they go ahead with the pro-activist route and they try to use Malcolm X as a frame of reference. You understand what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, I, I get that. It, yeah. to, it's just, to me, like I said, as far as, uh, you know, the promotion of, you know, you know, the sexualization of black women. I just think that once, once people see that there's money in making something, you know, and there's, there's, there's money to be made somewhere. I just feel like because of how susceptible everybody is in, in today's society, it's just simple, to, simple, simple to blame black women, you know, for the reason why, you know, they are the way they are. But at the same time, at the same time, I agree with you on the you have to have a brain part. I a hundred percent. You have to be able to think for yourself in today's world. The glitz and glamour shouldn't be able to to, you know, have your eyes so wide open that you're willing to just sell yourself short. I do agree with that hundred percent. Especially right. when 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 black women love to 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 hide behind when well, I ain't gonna say hide behind, love to preach that they're the most educated in, in you know the world. And I believe it. You you very well may be the most educated species of person in the in the world, but can you show it to me? <laughs> I want to I want to see I want to see more black black woman lawyers. I want I'm I'm actually wanting to see a black woman president. I want to see this. I don't. I want to see it. I don't. As, <laughs> I I I think that you know political views aside, you know, I think it would be a good look. Personally. And I want to. I don't want to see. First of all, and I'm not. And I'm not saying the basis because it's it's a it's a black woman. I'm not saying it because of that. The reason I don't want to see a black woman president or a woman president in general is because I start to understand the psychoanalysis of women. And the thing about it is, with a man, he makes a stern decision, and that's it. 
with a woman, it has to come with more, uh, uh, more than that. You know what I'm saying? In case it comes to war, it's going to be some more stuff that's going to drag us down the damn alley. Man. And I'm not trying to say this because women are stupid. Not, not at all. I'm just saying that it, it just wouldn't work out. Now, and the thing about this is, is that, you know, you see a couple of women. I have no problem with black poli- women politicians. I have no problem with that. That's cool. You know, but I'm, get, I'm getting off topic, but I agree with what you're saying. But like, you know, especially with the college degrees, that can be another angle with inside of itself about the black woman, because some of them use it as a, how do I say, a, a, a mechanism, like a way to say, yeah, I'm better than you because I have a degree. I have a, I have a, a master's degree or I have a PhD. Now, when we go into this, what I hear statistically, black women may be the most educated in this country, but at the same time, are they the ones that's collecting the most debt? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Elaborate a little more on that for me. Okay. The black woman is the most educated in the world. Um, Well, world, excuse me. Supposedly black, black woman is supposed to be the most educated in the country. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, what I hear statistically is that black women are also the ones that collect the most debt. And usually don't pay it back, I guess. Well, I'm not going to say they don't pay it back, but they're usually the ones that collect the most debt for getting the PhDs, the masters, and all these different things. Okay. I okay. Well, okay. When you say it like that, I guess I can see where you're headed. Right. With it. So I, again, but, it's not about demeaning the black woman. It's just that there's a lot of like nooks and crannies that need to be sorted out, and and the problem now with the, I call it the black man's burden, is that he is trying to tell the black woman what is she doing wrong and how society views her. And she does not want to take his opinion at all. Like, yeah, and, want to listen to him. Yeah, and most of the time it's, it, it's don't take his opinion, but can have the most opinion about him. That, that's what I don't get. You can you can not you you don't want my opinion, but when it comes to me as a man, you can give me the most opinion. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I don't get how you can tell me about yourself, but I can't tell you about you. It, it's just it doesn't make sense. That's why a lot of the time it falls on deaf ears, and we can't and we can't have a connection because because nobody wants to hear about themselves without it being some type of oh well you can't tell me this without without talking about your mother. What does my mother have to do with this? My mother's from a whole different generation. She's raised differently. I'm talking about you. Wait, wait, wait. You, know, you, mean, you. you mean when they say, when you say, um, like, 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 I, like, like, like an, an, an example would be like, oh, uh, say, um, a black, like, let's like, say, black men who date, uh, outside of their race. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And, and the first thing that comes, come out of a, a black woman's mouth most times, you know, at least at least ninety percent of the time would be, oh well, that black man doesn't love himself. How? <laughs> yeah. How is that? How 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 is that? He's self hating. How is that accurate? Yeah. yeah. How is he a self hating? How is he, how is he a self hating black man? How doesn't he love his mother because he he's dating a Latina or a white girl, a white woman? Like I don't I don't get the I don't get it. Like I can understand if that black man has said some very negative things about black women. Mm-hmm. And then does it? I can understand that because you're now you're you're basically saying 
just that you're basically being negative towards a towards a race of women, a group of women that you basically are shy yourself away from and will never and say you will never date because of these things without even giving it a try. I don't you can, if you've never done it, don't say anything. So that, like people like Childish Gambino who have come out and said I would like to date black women is just black women don't give me the time of day. How is that wrong? Right. He's not he's not saying forget black women. He's just simply saying I can't because when I approach them, they seem to not like my type of black man. And and this is an ironic thing, right? So when they say that, which I, I find it very funny because even when it comes to the topic of interracial relationships, you know, loosely, I just don't care. I mean, people are going to date whoever. Like, uh, I'm going to give an analogy on it soon, but I find it that when it's the opposite, us as black men don't, usually don't even respond. Like, we'll say... Oh, but he's dating a white dude though. So when y'all, why y'all, why y'all not saying nothing about her? And usually, what I find is the ones that's usually in those interracial relationships are usually dark-skinned women, dark-skinned women, yeah. which is a whole nother conundrum right there. Because then it's yeah. like, oh, uh, I was teased in high school for being dark-skinned, and people didn't like me, blah blah blah. And it'd be some of the cutest dark-skinned women, and then all of a sudden yeah. they they they. They they promote that pro black shit, and then automatically they they like oh yeah, but I, my I have a Brad as a boyfriend, and it's like son, like don't don't clown a black man for sitting up there going outside his nation, but at the same time you get to do it and nobody gets to say anything to you. And it's that that double standard that happens in the community that just bugs me out because I'm just like how could you. St- put out your hatred, but when it's time for you to get critiqued, now all of a sudden I hate you. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's probably the perfect, the perfect wording for it because how I see it is you can't, if you can't be, if you can't be okay with the black man speaking his mind as far as why he doesn't choose to date black women, whether, whether it's negatively or positive, if you just can't be comfortable in yourself as to why he can't speak his mind, mm-hmm. then that's more of a reflection upon you as opposed to that black man. Because at least that black man is comfortable enough to tell you why he doesn't want to date a black woman. And the thing about that is too, how about how it's, it's going to, and like you said before, it's going to fall to deaf ears if a black man says to a black woman, what about your father? What about your father? What about your father? <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're, yeah. you're not going to really hear things like that from us. You know what I'm saying? But it's always about trying to go back to the whole motherhood thing and a sisterhood type of uh, nonsense in which they try to say, like, you know, how would your mom feel? And this, that, and third. Well, honest, to be honest with you, man, my mom is my mom. I would never compare exactly. your mom to none of you hoes. None, none of you, none of you women, none of you, none of you, none of you other pro activists, this, that, and the third. It will never happen because my mom is my mom. I, I put my, of course, I'm gonna put my mom in a certain uh, uh, pedestal. That's my mother. That's the one that gave me birth. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm not gonna compare her to you. You crazy? Exactly. You, you can't, you, you can't come close to the caliber of woman she is. Yeah, and, and that's just, and that's just not even on no black white shit. That's just on some smothered son shit. To me, you won't come close to the caliber of woman she is. Exactly. And then, and then the only person that probably can come next to that is probably your wife, because exactly. that means you found somebody. You found somebody who's 
worth the time and worth the time, investment, love, all of that effort into being that next woman. But until then, you can't, no woman will come close to the caliber woman that a man's mother is. And unless, unless that man just has problems with his mother. Right. But any, 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 any man today who's in, who has any real love for his mother will never, you know, put her above any, well, put her below anybody, especially any, any, any woman, like other woman, that's not his wife or daughter. And and this is the reason you find a lot. I think that going forward, I'm starting to realize we got to get out of these petty, petty list arguments. You know what I'm saying? And and the thing about it is I've all, I've, I've always said, the problem is, is that the black woman has been able to have a leg up on dissing the black man for the last 40 to 50 years. You know, mm-hmm. you see it, you see it with, uh, you know, a lot of people like to, a lot of these women, when they get fed up with the men that they date, whether you would define it as a Pookie or Ray Ray or one of these no good dudes, they'll, they'll reference uh, waiting to exhale. Now, now, let me ask you a question. <laughs> this is going to be a real good one. Have you ever seen a male version of waiting to exhale? I'm gonna be honest. I vaguely remember waiting to exhale. I know the. I know what it's about. I know, I know the premise of it. But if, if just going off that, no. Have you ever? Because because have you ever? Seen, uh, have ahead. you ever seen um, the Diary of a Mad Black Man? Nope. See, but go ahead. Uh, but. I, that that's more so again that I when I hear things like that I always will go back to money. That's there's, there's money in making the black woman be seem to be just just depressed or she can't get right with love or some shit. And and I think that just plays into a dynamic of wanting to disconnect you know the black family. But I don't think men will ever sit around and discuss love in that kind of nature you feel me like you never story I, I don't see you know what i'm saying you you won't find the stories of the black man being in these comparable situations and i mean yeah we can blame media for it but at the same time what you start to see at this time that i believe is that black women is having a ball ball man they're having a ball being able to just go ahead and whether it's this and a black man or do whatever they want and not have no control. You understand? Yeah, the bro- the broken the broken relationships, the the single parenting, I think it's it's a trend now. Like people like instead of people saying, Yo, I wanna be like like perfect example, you see did you see the B Simone thing? The B Simone well, what does she say? Okay. It, I guess in the last couple of days or whatever. B. Simone came out and said that she would she would be okay being Meek Mill's third baby mother <laughs> if she can't be his first wife. You 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 see like 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 and 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 to to credit to credit black woman a lot of black women are looking at her as if she's dumb as if she's what but for, for, as if she's okay. dumb you feel me but the the fact that she's a a, a mainstream figure mm-hmm. almost. You know, and and the, and her 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 brand is she's okay with being somebody's baby mother. Yeah. You you see you see you see and this is and the people look at it as funny, but I look at it as 
this is very damaging to society yeah. because we yeah we know this is jokes we're laughing at it you feel me we we have the mind capacity to understand but what what is a a 14 15 year old who's who's hearing her say that think she's gonna laugh yeah but in her mind she's gonna be like well it must be the cool thing to yep. do and and granted, if she has grip, if a fourteen year old, fifteen year old girl who sees that has good parenting, she she'll probably be able to, you know, avoid being anybody's any anything. But to the to the the normal run of the mill hood chick, that hood fifteen year old girl who's just reading that, that she's probably in her mind like, I agree, I'm cool with it too. I'd be somebody's baby mother if I can't be their wife. And I'm just like that's so that's very damaging. Yeah, like wording words are people don't understand how powerful words are. Words are a very powerful thing. And you may think that it's a joke, but some people are take look into that and be like, Yeah, that's the that's the cool thing to do because everybody's susceptible nowadays. And I and I think also what you see a lot sometimes is that you have the women that they have control over the relationship. Let's just say that it's a man that's in a relationship and he decides to cheat on his woman with that girl. Now she has this whole thing about her. And I heard this on a song. I don't know what it was, but it was like some type of expose or something. And the girl was just like, you know, I'm in love with your man. What you going to do about it? And it's like, <laughs> I, I like the competition aspect is just so weird to me. And it's just like, also you have, how do I say it? Um, uh, um, fuck. It's something that they, it's something else that I was going to mention, but I just find it like so weird that women are not understanding, like when you do stuff like that, when you say stuff like that, that like you want to be somebody's baby, baby mother, or yeah, you want to be baby mother or first wife. Like that's just, that's below the belt. You understand what I'm saying? Like you don't value yourself because basically that would mean you're a side chick. You're a side chick that decided to get another man's phallus up in you. And then basically you got pregnant off that man just because you thought he was cute. And now all of a sudden, um, yeah, that you're going to be another baby mama. Like, I don't look, look, this is the thing. I, I view it like this. First of all, women in this society is out of control, Mike. Um, that's first off, they're out of control. Second of all, the thing about it is, is that a man can have more than one woman. That, that, that it, I know our society tells us, no, you can't do that. No, you can. You can have more than one woman as a man. I mean, it's just that I'm not advising anybody to, even me. I'm like, hey, if I find one, then that's fine. But it's just a factor that women think that they can reverse the, the terms now and have dominance uh, just being like, yeah, I have that man. I'm going to be his baby mama, whether you like it or not. And it's like, that's a little bit low, don't you think? Like, 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 I, I don't know how, how I could take that. Like, you're just being like, like, if I was a woman, I, why would I want to be somebody's baby mother? Like, why would I want to be somebody's second or third baby mother? I wouldn't even use the term baby mother. I would just be like, I'm married to him or we had a kid. Or if it comes to that point, things didn't work out. Things didn't work out. But and, and I agree with you because it's just such a low level type of thing to say. And with B Simone, what you start to understand, it started getting a little bit annoying. Because, I mean, honestly, I don't know if dudes is gassing it up, in my view, and this is just my opinion. I don't think B Simone is crazy hot. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I mean, she's, she's a Yeah, she, she's all right. Don't get me wrong. You know what I'm saying? But it's not like, goddamn. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, it's B Simone. She's like, all right. You know what I'm saying? Cool. 
know she got the piercing on her her navel and shit. But you know, it's a couple of little brawn panty pick, uh, thirst traps I saw, and I was like, okay. <laughs> I, yeah, you remember, like yeah, like like she 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 she's a she don't. I'm not going to sit here and, and say she isn't a beautiful woman. She's a beautiful woman. I I, I mean, I'm I'm not going to right right right. right. But I'm saying she's not like goddamn. Like there's a difference between when you say, oh, all right, okay, she she she, I, right. you know what I'm saying? She ain't bad looking. And it's a difference when you say that between that and when you say, damn. That girl is. Yeah. Two days, like yeah. that's two things. My first one is, it's like, all right, she, she, you know what I'm saying, she, all right, you know. But then you got certain women that's like, goddamn, you know what I mean? So it's, she don't have that. Yeah, all I'm saying is, she don't got that goddamn factor. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, the thirst trap photos is cool. You know, she might have the savage Fenty panties on and shit, and that's dope. But at the same time, bro, I, I mean, I it's just, like, I just think, like, go ahead, bro. I just think she's she's depending too much on her of her brand to be on wanting to be somebody's baby mother. Like you, like like you're you're a funny girl. Like like you feel me? Like you you have you have a, a little you have something there with your comedy. Work on that. You don't got to be the you know you know the the I'll take being somebody's baby mother type of comedian or or have that just be a niche. There's other funny. Things but that's that also the reason why that ratchet stuff mm-hmm. sells, right? Because th- this is a thing that, you know, yeah. like, black women as public figures make a killing off of that. You know what I'm saying? A whole entire de- de- denigration and a degeneracy of, of black women who's into stuff like that. Right? They, <laughs> that right there, it, it proves it. And I know that B. Simone, you know, she's come a long way with that phrase she used to always say, boyfriend, and all that other stuff. You just be like, okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't know if she had a real dating show, but I, I mean, you know, it it she had that. And apparently she does music, right? I I I've never heard anybody. If if she does, why not why not? If, you know, you got you got the brand already, you might as well. I wouldn't I wouldn't you know endorse it because I as a you know, somebody who makes music himself, I I'm not with the whole you're a comedian and you transition to music thing. I a lot I of like them that. do do that. But if, if exactly like, like the YouTubers and all that, like it, it, I, I hate that transition <laughs> type. Oh, I, I got fans, so I, I let me do music. No, well, you I have, to, have do to do music because. You well, but, okay. So well, I'm a, I'm a, let's dive into this now because I think this is an interesting conversation. Again, we're both music artists. You're a music artist. I'm a music artist. So the thing about it is adding on to about the black woman. I think the main thing that I start to see in this society as well is that you have a lot of these black women that depend on music for getting the message across. And, you know, again, to your point, it's a lot of these like socialites or comedians that were once that, but now they decided they're going to get to music. So my, my view opinion on this, on this is that is this. First of all, I think it's subpar now because it's just so easy for someone to be a rapper because of the, the cadence of uh, the beats. And I, and I think we went over this before, like the, the cadence of the beats and the flows and this, that, and third. And because everything is sub, like sonically made to fit the trap narrative, that's what they go with. But I want to yeah. put this, I want to get your perspective on this. Now, when you see the black woman, a lot of times we're having a problem where the whore culture is <laughs> taking the world by storm. So with the black women that you see, a lot of them is making these music that's talking about uh, the dick, uh, taking off the panties, eating the box and all these different things. 
out in this society. And I just think it's really crazy to me because even now the socialites is getting into this. I don't know if you uh, know um, Black China just started putting out music. Uh, I didn't know she started putting out music, but I, I know I've heard rumblings. That she well, she has, she has uh, at least a couple of songs out right now. Well, that's disturbing to hear. Because and, and, I, I don't think it disturbs <laughs> They don't. And this is the thing, man. I, that's why I say it's so subpar. So I, I just want to get your, your view on, like, what do you think about the Black women of today when they make music? Like, the ones that you see. If you if you want to drop some names, that'd be cool. But I can already tell, tell you my story, my viewpoint on it. But, you know, this is the reason I mention it, because as part of what I call the whore programming, you already had songs like WAP and you had a couple of other songs out there that, that was just only talking about their vagina and talking about it being wet and all these different things. So I, I just need the opinion on it. Because even, even this, this type of music here is being um, transferred over to the UK. Now you got the, the women out and the black women in the UK that make songs just like this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as far as, uh, you know, First of all, because I'm on I'm on record as as saying that as a man, I enjoy the WAP visuals, the visuals of the the, the WAP song, and, and the beat. I love the beat as a as a rapper. But as far as the you know the the song itself, I could care less because that's not for me. I if 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 there's women in the world who who enjoy that kind of music, by all means, listen to it. I just think that we should keep that kind of shit away. From the younger women, the 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 teenage women, the the preteens and everything, because they they don't need to know about that. They don't need if you if you're if if women today want to sit there and and promote to the world that they have wet pussy and you know their vagina is the the most wonderful place on earth. By all means, that's that is your thing to do. But at the same time, just keep it away from the younger generation because let them have a chance to decide whether or not if they want to go down this route or oh. another route. Because, oh. Oh. because ahead, the way that... No, no, go ahead. Go. Let me... Okay, but when you say preteens, like, because think about it. All right, let's, let's be honest. We was all about 11 and 12 once. We remember certain things in our memory. We, let's, let's be real. We remember... BET uncut. <laughs> we remember things like that. Like we True. remember those things growing up. We knew certain songs was just dead ass sexual. Like I knew uh, Nas Uchi Wally Wally was a sexual song. I knew uh, Kaya My Neck My Back yeah, but, was but, a sexual song. But this is the thing though. But but you but that, you understand that as a preteen or or a before teen, your 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 mind is going to be curious. So when you say now now that would have to be a restriction. On a certain things, but not a lot of parents is 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 um wanting to do that. And now also in this generation, just to get back about black women, it's numerous times that I see black women sitting up there having their children that are toddlers, that are even infants. What I mean, I get yeah, infants, right? Infants sexualizing their mother's body. The mother could be twerking in a mirror, or she could be wearing a bra and the child is feeling her behind as she's twerking on a video or grabbing on her breast as, and, and, and it's not breastfeeding. It's not breastfeeding. 
they're these kids are grabbing on their woman, are grabbing on their mother sexually. Okay. And and this is the thing. Like I, I think it is on a good track to say, hey, there should be restrictions. But now when you see all this stuff, who's to blame? Because again, this is the reason I think this is such a bad thing in our society now, because that horror culture has taught women you could do whatever you want to get the attentions you want and get the views you want, and there's no repercussions. And you'll see it all the time. Like I've I've seen this, I've seen a video of this, this woman, right? This this another black woman. A black woman that had these firecrackers, these little sparkle things. I forgot what you call it. Sparkles. And it looked like they was in a hotel room. The whole entire time she's shaking her ass in a black thong. And three kids, I would assume those are her kids. There's three kids there. And the grandmother is just holding the kids. The grandmother looks scared as I don't know what, because they have, she has the firecrackers on her ass while she's twerking. Okay. Like this is, this is what they have, man. And it's, <laughs> it's, it, it, this is the reason I say, yes, you could say it could be the preteens. It, it could be, it could be all that. I agree with you on that. But now it comes to the point, the mothers are even being like children because you got grown ass women that are sit up there and besides having OnlyFans accounts, they'll, they'll have the, the videos online every day, whether it's on World Star Hip Hop and all these other things where they're just shaking their ass in front of their children. And I think that's a, I don't think that, that I don't think that is acceptable at all. You understand what I'm saying? Because what you're doing to your child is you're sexualizing your child at a very young age. So let's just say your child gets to eight or nine years old. Your, your child is going to, you know, as a, as a little boy, especially he gets to 12 or 13 years old, he's going to start understanding what his thing is about. And the thing about it is, if you're a mother and you're twerking and you, you, you have your son around you watching that, imagine how your son is going to look at the outlook. He's going to be like, oh, I can touch my mom's butt at any time. You know what I'm saying? And, and, it, and, it, and it's going to go in a far worse direction if you're allowing that to happen and you're not sitting up there saying, we don't do that. Like I would be a freaking shamed as a, if nineties <laughs> was different, damn it. But the thing about it is, is like, if my mom was to ever do some cold shit like that, I wouldn't know how to feel because <laughs> you got, you shaking your ass on VHS and I'm your son. And 20 something years later, they find it out or something like that. And it's on, let's just say they put the clip on Instagram. I would be ashamed as a, as a son, because how, how could I look at the world and know somebody seen, seen someone like my mom half naked or nearly naked? You understand? And I think with this, this, this society, bro, like it's just so easy to, to put on that camera and just be like, oh, I'm going to shake my ass. Wham, bam, thank you, man. What I, how I look at, uh, just, just to go back to your earlier point of us being like, you know, kids and seeing stuff like BET, you know, BET mm-hmm. Uncut and all that shit. You, you, it, it, like for us, it was, it was totally different because you had to stay up late to see that right. shit. You feel me? Like, like if you if if you wanted to if you wanted to watch that you had to stay up to three four o'clock in right. the morning sometimes to see that so the likelihood of you always watching all that, that is like yeah it was slim to none like you had to stay up like you would you 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 would put steps around the house you cut that shit off and go straight to sleep exactly you you would you would occasionally 
You would occasionally throw it on. You would occasionally hit, you know, check it out. But you wasn't on there all day watching like the way these kids have it today. These kids, the that's why I say it, we have to we have to keep it away from, you know, the 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 younger girls because that's all they see. Even in these little TikTok dances, there's small little suggestive suggestive movements and 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 these young girls be like nine ten right. years old doing all these dances and then we and and if we're going around talking about save our children but well well stop tiktok dances at for now up until a certain age because a lot of these dances are just like whoa i wouldn't want my teenage daughter doing that kind of dancing on on you know a, a, a worldwide so okay so if you're gonna go with that 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 type of idea then who do you blame do you blame the parents or do you blame the app for letting these kids or specifically our kids doing that? Do you blame the app or do you blame the, the parents? I think everybody has fault. There's accountability on all parts because either it's a two-sided coin that no matter which way you flip it, you can kind of make an argument for it. You can say the parents because it's like, I think the phone time should be taken, you know, away from kids. Like, kids shouldn't have full-blown iPhones as young as 13. Like, like full, and I'm talking about like full-blown iPhones, the, the accessories right, come and all on. that. Like, and nah, better iPhones nah, are, bro. And better they, iPhones because even else. still, I, I, but what age would you say? Because then, I, I mean, we, we all had cell phones. That are, I had my first cell phone, I think, at 11 or 12. Probably before then. Yeah, but look at our cell, look at the cell phones we had at eleven. I mean, flip phone, but I, you still my, you still was able to get them, no them 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 X rated pics you was getting in school though. Yeah, but those little two forty J But still, at the end of the day, you was getting them photos. You was getting them photos. Let's not front. You was getting right, them. I, photos. I, I, you was getting those photos though, bro. You yeah, you you could yeah, you can say yeah, you was we was, but. The access was yeah, it was limited than it is now. You had to sit there and wait. You had to and the girl there. had you to had like to you too. Wait for it to download. Yeah, wait and for the it to girl load had up. to like you. Exactly. Wait for it to load up. Wait for the all like so. There's so there's so much that that goes that goes to our upbringing compared to this upbringing right, right. today. You feel me? Like it's it's it's, it's, it's two different completely errors. Two different errors because everybody is so is so susceptible. Matter of fact, boom, perfect example to go to my point. The video of the mother that was beating, that was, you know, basically disciplining her child yeah. on camera, yeah. her daughter on camera, did, uh, if, if you've seen the video of why she did it, like the, the actual video of what her daughter was doing, you would understand why I say we need to keep this kind of suggestive shit away from young girls. Because she's doing the same thing you see a 25, 26-year-old Instagram model doing. Showing, I'm, I'm like... And and I almost felt ashamed that I even watched that little ten second clip because I'm like, whoa, mm-hmm. whoa, what is going on here? And and then when when you break when she when you understand that's why she did it, that's why I'm like, that's why I say it's a two sided coin because that's good parenting. You said that's good parenting compared to a lot. Right. Yeah, that's good parenting. That's to me, that's great parenting. I don't give a fuck with it. how anybody feels. Oh, she should have been being all that. No, because then she <laughs> well, wouldn't get the lesson. Was- my point, I would I, I have no problem with her disciplining on that. I just feel like that that interrogation on camera, you could have just did it in private. True, so, yeah, that, that's why I said you can you can have whatever whatever which way you, you want to feel about the 
the, the, but the disciplinary you know, action I, of I, I needed to happen. Like, she needed to get taught a lesson on that. Yeah, but yeah, but at the at the end of the day, what it boils down to the mother did the right thing because she taught her daughter early. This right. is not who you are. We're not raising. That's why she said she kept saying we're not raising these kind of this kind of uh, women. You feel me? Like it's a it's a it's a it's a dynamic where the parent has to be in the child's ass, but at the same time, these companies have to really start vetting who they let on their site. Like if you see if 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 you, if a company if a company or, or an app company I mean an app um creator simply puts puts on their shit you have to be eighteen or yeah. over to be on this site and even though I know even no 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 even though I know kids can lie if you uh if you if you're caught lying not only can you not download that app again but any other app under that company. You can't download their apps until you're the right. age of 18. Thing, Mike. Until you're you're saying that. How would they do that? I'm just getting your ID. I mean, what? No, listen, 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 listen. No, listen, 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 listen. Because I, we, we had this barcodes on the back of IDs, 100%. Every, you okay. have that on the back of your ID. When I'm saying about, when I'm saying scan your ID, what more that you can say, oh, well, that's a security problem. You're going to people have your information when you're already when you sign up for these apps, they get your information regardless. So what 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 little uh, uh, scanning the barcode on the back of your ID can hurt if you're if you're 17, 18. Well, see, well I think you're supposed to get a, a ID yeah, think- when it's younger, 16 yeah. or, or whatever the case may be. So if, if you're 16 years old and you have a state ID. Why can't you simply say, boom, I'm a scan this just to be on this this social media app? So that way I'm of age. That means I'm of sound mind. I understand what I'm doing and I'm not okay. a young child. You feel me? I'm responsible enough to have a state ID. I'm responsible enough to handle this social media app. Instead of instead of it just being an open free for where everybody's like, okay, you oh yeah, boom, you can sign up. There's a now there's eleven, there's nine, ten, eleven year old girls out there doing all the suggestive shit. With, with pedophiles out and about abducting right. children like it's nothing. There, there's way there's ways around this. It's just people people don't want to spend the time or resources or to to bring people in to bring these ideas. They just want to go with the this is the clear cut this the clear cut product. This is the, what the bottom line is going to be. That's it. There's ways around these things. People are just okay. not taking the time to think about it. Okay, that's it. That's how. Well, I feel. this is this is the last question I'm going to ask. Um. And then we're gonna um, end off the podcast. I, I wanted to ask, wh- what do you view as the state of Black women now? What do you view? What What do you think about the Black woman in this society now? Does it change your opinion? Does it make your opinion stagnant, or do you feel like it might be something different? Uh, my my viewpoint is still going to always probably be conflicted. Like I'm always going to have conflicting feelings. I'm always going to feel like black women are the best, you know, species of women in the world. But then there's always there's always going to be something that's always just like, why can't we why can't y'all be what y'all say y'all are? There's always going to be that that contradicting feeling or I'm going to always have, even though I love black women. And and that and I feel like that shouldn't be that shouldn't be a, a crucifixion against me for, for simply just saying 
I'm I'm going to be contradicted most of some of the time on a lot of the I things that y'all do. Right, right. You know, like I see what you mean. I, I I'm going to say this to that point. I'm going to say it for myself. Again, I have no problem. Um, well, I I definitely do think that black woman is beautiful. I just think that <laughs> today's black woman is carried carried away with all the bullshit that's going on, and they have it. They want to pick a fight with the wrong person. They want to pick a fight. With the male counterpart, which is not necessary. There is no wins on trying to pick a fight with the black man and demean the black man already. And more specifically, you have certain black women that use the black man to degrade him to make it seem like the white man or other nations is better. But even with that, it's, it's like for me, I sit back and I look at the show. You know, I know black women, black women display this insecurity that's really bad, as if they try to say, that, oh, if you don't want black women, something is wrong with you. And even our brothers would do the same thing. Now, the thing about it is this. I've said it, and i said it before again. We have the whole American continent where you will find black women that aren't just African-Americans. You have Canadian black women. You have uh, Negroes out in Mexico. You have Nicaraguan, Belizean. We, we know Belizeans live in New York. Uh, Panamanian. I, I, I didn't say that yeah. thing. The first time I found out about Panamanians was when I was in um when I was in my first college. That's how I found out about Panamanians. You have um Colombian women, so on and so forth. So the possibility is endless with the Negro woman. But I think that black women have to understand, and I think that they have to be more adhered to the black man's mindset that we're not trying to say something to you to disrespect you, and that when we critique you. We're only critiquing you because we don't want you to look as lame as the other people out in the world think that you are. So you you just have to take that into consideration and understand that critiques are not coming from a place of trying to hate or hate you. You know what I'm saying? And, and the thing about it is don't use low level arguments like saying, well, what does your mom think? What about your grandmother? What about your ancestors? Like that, that's stupid as fuck. Don't, don't use those arguments in those points to try to make it, to give sorrow points to the black man and make it seem like it's all his fault. And, and also when people like Megan Thee Stallion sit up there and use Malcolm X quotes, cause a lot of these black women do it. A lot of these Malcolm X always, Malcolm, they, they'll say that the black woman is the most unprotected in the world of uh, bullshit. Uh, I'm not gonna say that they're not protected. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this, the black woman has more chances to do something in society than black man does. That it is what it is. And especially now when we're starting to see that the government is working in their favor. Okay. So, so the thing about it is this, man, like I don't have a problem. I still would like to have a a North American woman to be in a relationship with. Um, And I mean, mean, again, it's the whole American continent. So I have my choice, you know what I'm saying? I, I can find whatever I want, but I just think that I prefer you know, North American women, you know, the Melanated Sisters, of course. But I just think that if there's going to be a compromising, if there's going to be a compromise, the Black woman has to be quiet in, in a lot of different ways, have to be quiet. And they have to get away from a lot of these movements that's not serving them no purpose. Don't claim that you're for the Black man. But the Black man is telling you that everybody in the world looks at you like you're a whore. And everybody looks at you like you don't have no respect. The, the people trample over you. They use you. Even when it comes to our communities, they use a, they, it's not even that they use a black woman. 
the first of all, the, the one that spends the most money and puts in the most commerce is a black woman. She usually spends more money than a black man does. And the thing about it, as I say, is if we're going to talk about the black community, we have to tell the black women uh, or we need to find a way for them to understand that you are giving into your own demise. There, there was also no reason for the black woman, for a black woman in her 40s to put out a, a campaign telling people to get their booty to the pole. But who did it? I'm not going to say a white man did it. A white man didn't do it. An Indian man didn't do it. A so-called Jewish man didn't do it. A black woman did this. So now it needs to be one of those type of things where it's going gonna, it's gonna to sound a little harsh, but the black man needs to back up for a second. And, and the black woman needs to have a, a mirror held to her face to, for her to see exactly the things that she does to herself. And the fact of the matter, she's dividing her own self by the things that she does. Don't try to use Malcolm X quotes when you didn't even understand that Malcolm X also said that the black woman or women in general need to be vetted. Okay, this is this is the thing that was said and how they don't like to put up these quotes of talking about what happened to your woman. Okay, you can't just use Malcolm X because it's an admiration for black women. You have to also look at the other side of the coin. He also said the black woman needs to do this or we're seeing her in society do this. And this was over 50 years ago. I mean, 50 years ago, what, what was popular with black women? I mean, the, the Ebony or Jet magazines and. Uh, 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 what should we call it, Diana Ross, the Supremes and all this other stuff, it wasn't as nearly sexual as it is today. And, and, and just to point, just to go to that Diana Ross point, Mo, Motown itself was uh, a, a kind of like, if you really look into to what, how Motown shaped its artists to be not just musicians and singers, but they shaped them to be everyday yes societal people, you feel me? How, from the way how they walk, the way they talk, the way they presented themselves in front of the up uh, in front of the white man and, and to the world. So I, I 100% agree with you on, on that. No, 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 no. I, I just had to jump in and say that. About, and this is what, this what, is what I'm saying. I think that, that right now, the black woman needs a hard look in the mirror. And the thing about it is, you know, you have a lot of our brothers are sick and tired of being sick and tired. And, you know, I'll, I'll even throw in the brother that I don't know if you've seen the show um, with Anyanla Vanzant, uh, Fix My Life, or whatever that show is. Yeah, you had the clip, had the clip yeah, with the brother yeah. with the locks that was sitting up there talking about, you know, everything is me, 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 me. And, uh, you know, you're independent, I'm independent too. You know, we're not your enemy. And, and this was cold, hard facts, but I feel like Black women usually look overlook that of the black man. You understand what I'm saying? And it's just that, I mean, I'm just blessed to know like, yo, I'm born a so-called African-American. We, we, we as Americans, even Caribbeans, uh, us as Caribbeans, black people in America, just in general, we feed the whole world. We do. We feed the whole world with our energy. And the thing about it is, is that we need to be strong. You know, and I and I say this because, you know, the problem is, is that black women don't want to listen to black men. And this becomes a big problem. And especially when you see uh, performances like Megan Thee Stallion is geared towards the admiration of the black woman. But there will never be no admiration of the black man. Now, I appreciate her, uh, you know, going ahead and uh, putting in during the last, even though she twerked <laughs> in the middle of that shit. 
she, you know, she says, we got to protect the black man. I was like, okay, okay, cool. That, that. But, 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 yeah, but I, that's the point <laughs> that I wanted to bring up to This is my last point about Meg Thee Stallion. Even, even when she said that, I, 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 remember, I, I repeated the words to myself just so I could put it in my head. So that way, because I, I, I wanted to point out yeah. why I think words are so important. Meg Thee Stallion verbatim said that we have to protect our black woman because we love our black woman right. and we need our black woman. Then she said, we have to protect our black men because we love our black men because I'm tired of seeing a hashtag. So we don't need the black man. The black man is only only viable when he's dead. That see, I didn't. That is exactly exactly what it is. That you notice, but that that's good. You brought that that up. That's good that you brought that up because the fact of the matter is, the 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 thing that it seems to say, they say, I don't want to see another hashtag, but here it is. It's like we're getting like this is this is this is what I meant to mention. Is now I got it. This is what I meant to mention on that damn um, that damn performance. What I also wanted to mention, the reason why it was bullet holes is because it fit the narrative for her being shot by Tory Lanez. It did. Because now Tory she wanted Lanez, to exactly. intertwine that. Yeah, she wanted to intertwine that with being protected and being a savage and Black women need to be protected from gunshots and blah, blah, blah. We need you. Uh, black men don't want to have a hashtag. But at the same time, the reason why I was you was able to put on that SNL performance is because of the Tory Lane situation. And because this whole entire year, it's been Black Lives Matter this and Black Lives Matter that, from Ahmaud Arbery to George Floyd and to the other brothers and Breonna Taylor and the rest of them that's out there. So I thought, it, I, I mean, in myself, man, I thought it was a marketing ploy in certain aspects, it was a marketing ploy, but it was just like, dude, like you, like that, that's the thing right there. The black man is only valuable when he's dead. And this is an, uh, straight out of the black woman's mouth. That's why that's why I had a problem with the corporation also. Because why why would it be, why is the black man now strong when he's dead? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that's some that's some exactly. bull right there, man. Exactly. I, like my whole thing was if, if you was gonna say that we need a black woman, you should have said you should have doubled down and said we need black men too because exactly. if you, if you can't have one without and, the and other. then you could have then they could have sat there and used uh, uh maybe Black Panther or whatever. But I mean, even besides that, there's men every day that's trying to warn black people, black uh warn black women and warn black men every day about what's going on. Now I know a lot of people's not gonna like this, but <laughs> You got messengers. You got you got messengers. You got other people out there. I mean, the people that I watch right now is the Hebrew Israelites. <laughs> I know a lot of people got problems with them, but the Hebrew Israelites. I mean, they'll say, "Oh, we're the real children of the book." Blase, blase, blah. But they're telling you what 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 they're doing to the black woman on television, and what they're trying to see out in society between a black man and a black woman. Why are people not listening to them? These are brothers, right? They're, these are brothers, or whether you want to say the 12 tribes of Israel, but at the same time, they are brothers. So there are messages, there are people out there that's putting in the work, but to fit the narrative all day about protect black women, black women, black women, bro, like that's that's a little bit of a problem for me, man. Because even when you say, Megan Thee Stallion says that, she's not saying we need black men because they're strong and we need to protect them because 
We need them. We need them to survive. We need to create more children. She's not even thinking on that level. She's thinking on the level of, I got to shake my ass, but I'm also going to do this fake pro-woke stuff on SNL in front of a white audience to prove I'm about that life and I'm a savage. I mean, bro, this is, this is what they do. They have a lot of these pro-wokes. First of all, they have a lot of these degenerate rappers that use the whole pro-woke rabbit hole in the essence of Black Lives Matter in order to make themselves more marketable. And, and a person like me, I'm not stupid. I'm, I'm not stupid. I already had to deal growing up with the whole African-American slavery narrative. And I tell people proudly that I learned all the history, but it's just like, dude, like that marketing ploy is bullshit. And especially when we seen with that SNL performance that proved it, you know? So yeah, man. So yeah. Uh, any last words, uh, Mike? Uh, I love black women. Right, cool. We just have to get right. <laughs> So like I say, we, we as much as as much as you want us right. to listen to you, have to listen to us. Two sides, yeah. Uh, it's a uh, it's a two way street, basically. Okay. So, uh, Mike, exactly. thanks for being uh, a guest on the podcast again. This is pre season four. Might be doing a change up for uh, season four. Stay tuned, uh, Mike. Let them know your podcast. You still doing a podcast, right? Uh, I'm I'm in I'm in a re same, same. A, a recreation yeah, mode man. right now. I'm trying to rebrand it. Re-brand. Yeah, I'm trying to rebrand. All right, cool, cool. Right it's now, coming. So it's what, what's coming the name of the podcast so the people can know? Uh, right now I don't have a, a a fully running title, but the podcast that's out right now that you can find me on. Cool, brother. Funny, uh, check podcast. that out, you guys. And um, this is finally podcasting pre season four. And uh, stay tuned for some more episodes coming in the future, some more works from Blaze. And um, actually, also subscribe to uh, Mike Ford's SoundCloud. I'm pretty sure you got some more music coming out. We all do music. But um, yeah, uh, uh, check out his music. Check out his podcast. And um, it was great talk. It was great speaking to you, man. Uh, thanks for being on the podcast. Peace, peace, man.